Radio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and Average Arthur. Chris Toll. Target Man. Suspicious Character. And... Stephen Purden and I'm back this week after overindulging in my celebrations of my team winning the title last week and now I am back and feeling champion so I just want to say And let's welcome the team first up, a man who's not feeling champion and has been pied off of James McPake's assistant and he is... Is that the same school as him as well? It is now Chris Toll. How are we, Chris? Hi, Chris. I'm all right, mate, aye. <laughs> and swiftly moving on to the next man who has had some beef with his girlfriend this week. It is <laughs> Silverside, if you want to be. Silverside. Right, mate. It's been, right, ladies and gentlemen, all the listeners out there, it's been quite a big hot topic in the group chat this week that Grado had a falling out with his girlfriend Stephanie over a bit of Silverside. Talk us through it then. Aye, well, I, I, so, you know, this lockdown carry on, we're looking yes. for stuff to stimulate you, you know what I mean? Because it's been, <laughs> I find the weekends are a bigger graft. Well, I find the weekends are a bigger graft than actually your working week. Yes. So, I've been doing a bit of the old cooking. And you just know I can put on a good spread. Aye, aye. I, 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 I can vouch for Grado, he's a great, he's a very good cook, yes. yes. Very good cook. And so, Saturday I made... I actually looked up the Odin website. They done the day. Um, see that kind of fake cheese sauce that you get in the pictures, right? I got the recipe for that and I made it. And Stephanie's like, "Wow, you're making it another morning night." This was Saturday night, so Sunday. So I went to Morrison's, got myself a big, a big bit of Silverside. Now I thought to myself, right, brilliant. I'm gonna um, watch something to tell you. And then what I'll do is I'm, I looked up the YouTube how to do it, Ken, how to baste it, how to fucking put salt and pepper on it, and how you do this and flour and shove it in a bag and all this and. And I was looking for it to it because there's nothing else today. So I've never seen Shrek before. So she stuck on Shrek about half two on the Sunday. Watched Shrek, but I fell asleep. And so I woke up and I thought, right, time to put the dinner on. And I walked in and Stephanie says, right, silver side's in the oven. I went, Stephanie, we've got... I goes, you've what? She says, I've put it in the oven. I says, Stephanie, I says, that there's not... this is what I've been looking forward to doing all day. I goes, you're, you can't, what do you mean you put it on? What have you done? And she went, have, have, have you seasoned it? She's like, well, no. I'm going, have you fucking, have you, what have you, have you, have you put a, a bed of vegetables underneath it? No. I was like, for fuck. I was like, Stephanie, you actually, I was going to do that. So we're getting a bit of an argument, man. I fucked up, off, I fucked off up the stairs and watched the, 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 the Arsenal and Spurs game. And I was in, I've got to admit, I probably take 10 at 2-4. Um, but we've kind of yeah. not, not really spoke since, to be honest. With you. <laughs> this is what this is what this is uh, Wednesday. This is Wednesday. Just screw him's and leg. Do you want me to have a word with Well, I mean, I, I, I know I'm in the rank, too. I know I'm in the rank, man. I mean, listen, see what you need to realize is, mate, you're out. 
fucking working your knuck- fingers to the knuckle, mm-hmm. day in, day out. All you want is that wee, that wee bit of beef. That's all you want. Aye. All you want well, is that wee bit of beef. I mean, well, she does deserve a medallion for being with me, mate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Beautiful. Do you know, do you know what Bayfies need, man? Just a wee happy medium, man. Honestly. Uh, <laughs> that's rare you come out with a joke like that. <laughs> well done, Bob. <laughs> well Fucking done. Well done, Bob. Oh, you've raised the stakes here. <laughs> See, ah, that's football done for you. Welcome to the show. <laughs> so that's... That was a good show today, guys, man. <laughs> no, honestly, on a serious note, I know you, Graham. I know Stephanie. Individually, he's a great people, but as a couple, he's right. even better. So, right. let's everybody out that's, there, that's the beautiful. listeners, let's. That's beautiful, uh, Stephen. Thank you, Chris. I just, I really, I really also, hope mate, you let's guys. Let's be honest, you're not getting a better looking bird than her. No, you're <laughs> fucking punching me. Well, as I say, we've no spoke since Sunday, so Stephanie, if you're listening, I'm sorry, doll. <laughs> Doing it at the back of seven. <laughs> fucking. So anyway, Scottish football, eh? <laughs> right, Scottish football. Oh, let's get to Scottish football, right? Because honestly, right, as you know, Tol, me and Gredo have been having a good time this season. Uh, but the other day, the, the, the joke that just keeps on giving, anything <laughs> associated with Celtic Football Club, Brendan Rodgers has been in the press saying that Celtic should show humility and class by giving Rangers a guard of honour for this Sunday's Old Firm clash. Then use it as motivation for next season. Chris, what do you think of that? If there is any man on the face of planet Earth that does not get to talk about humility and class, it's Brendan fucking Rogers. All right? But, Brendan Rogers, but, 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 what I will, what I will say is, if I'm the Celtic hierarchy, I make them stand and give that guard honour. Do you? Yes. Purely. It's punishment. To rub it right fucking into them. This is your own doing. Stand there and take your fucking medicine. Thanks, sir. Aye, I do. And I've that's never all, thought that's of that all, way, mate. I've never thought of that way. It. It's like that's a punishment, tool. Aye, exactly. But the thing is, mate, right, I thought, I've never thought of that way. I, I'm like, it's like what you're saying, but who, who, who gives out that order? Who's 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 in the background? The fucking now? Jerry Adams. <laughs> <laughs> because mate, the thing is, if John Kennedy's given that order, he's part of the problem this season as well. He's been part of the fucking background coaching staff. Absolutely. Tell Siri, tell Siri to date and Strachan's iPad. <laughs> fucking walls, fucking down tools. Good shit, Daryl. Nah. <laughs> Sorry, Pooch, that was fucking hilarious. Well, <laughs> he's I not the same with Stephanie, man. He's not the same with Stephanie. But anyway, we've <laughs> got like that mean tool technique, shall I? Hope he gets to get with her again soon, man. He's not even funny anymore. Hope he, hope he gets through this. <laughs> I mean, see that fucking silly joke he made? Gavin Stan. <laughs> Mate, who gives the order, man? Who, who's probably right, the right for the now? tap. Right for the tap. Right for the Aye. tap, man. Aye, I'm telling yeah. you. Honestly, and do you know what? It would it would maybe teach them a lesson, and that that's what should be used, like what Roger says, to, to spur them on for next season. I think this is a total distraction for the actual game. I think all this talk is just paper talk. It's filling up 
I think the fucking. Paper I, I, I think by the time that is it twelve o'clock or half twelve kick off is. It's a twelve o'clock kick. I think by I twelve o'clock there'll be no. I, I can't. I just can. I can't see it being. I think it'll be totally forgotten about. I. Do you know like what else? Everybody's going on about it. It's not even our biggest game this week. Do you know what the thing is, Stevie? As well, what I will say is. It's not. It, it, no, it's I not. know, no, but it spurs it spurs the Celtic players on for that game as well. No, I mean we'll stand and give you a we'll stand and give you a guard on or we'll clap you on to the park, but right, now it's time to play fucking football and hopefully Rangers obviously Rangers obviously have been the better team for this season. <laughs> hey to I'm gonna stop you because this is oozing of your fucking statement you done a few months ago. I mean if Celtic start playing football, it could be curtains for you. Right, right, you're you're saying Aye, that. We, we, hey, never start, we never started what? playing football, but no, but you're saying <laughs> mate, you're going. I mean, we'll stand there, we'll clap you on. But then when it's done, it's time to fucking play football. <laughs> I know, that's what I mean. It's only beat us in 16 months. <laughs> so what? <laughs> no, but you're saying it in a threatening manner as if we're going to get clapped on because and our players are going to look at you and go, you're going to start playing football now. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. What I'm saying is they then use the fact that they've had to stand there and clap this other team onto the pitch to go out and fucking have a proper go. Do you know what I mean? Rather mm. than... Ah, I use it as... No, I see aye, that. I use it as aye. ammunition it's to tee yourselves up. Exactly. Aye. That's what I mean. Cool. Aye, that's cool. Do, who, who do you think is going to win this game on, on Sunday? I think Celtic cool. will win on Sunday. I think Celtic will win. See if Celtic will get beat. Will you, uh, will you be the guest on the Just Us Tim podcast if he's get beat? Because <laughs> I'd love to see that. Mate, <laughs> the, the bird that's on that Just Us... T- oh, what's the other one? I don't know. The bird that's on... There's a bird on it. And my mate... Text me saying apparently she was pure going on about me. What? As if I'm a, she thought I was a Celtic fan. <laughs> we need to find that. I know. My mate said that he texted saying fuck you, they were talking about it, saying they thought I was a Celtic fan. We need to find that. I know, I know the mate, last thing you're talking about. Oh, it's funny. Oh, don't, I don't need the Have message. you watched it too? I mean, Fair play, the fuck, you know what I mean? Ah, you mean. See the, see the producer, the producer sits there as if, what the fuck have I got my Celtic here? <laughs> I say that often as well to me. <laughs> but anyway, right. Anyway, anyway this weekend, aye, sorry. I think this weekend coming, it depends what Rangers team turns up. See if we're up for it and we're in the mood. I'm very confident we can get the job done down there. Extra but, time. Extra time this Thursday could cause a problem. I know you're told you're right, but it could. You're, could, you, you could, could. you're right. As I say, mm-hmm. Rangers have only gone. Uh, the, the good thing about Rangers is they've took it every game as it comes. And yes. I think that'll be this is Wednesday, Thursday night, I think. They've got they've got to get through. They've got to go through against Slavia and then on Sunday. You're right, Tol, but if it it could go to extra time, it could go to penalties, you're right. That could cause um, you know, all sorts of problems. But see the end of the day, man, I think Rangers own their day. Rangers own their day can beat Celtic. However, as you say, Tom, you've got Thursday and also you don't know how they're thinking psychologically. Are they thinking, oh, I've got it in the bag? Because I tell you what, this game two weeks ago was a damp squib after we won the league, I felt. But just with all the stuff that's happened since, all the talk and all the politics and all the stuff in the government, it's actually teed <laughs> the game up and I think it's Aye. the game's beca- become, became meaningful or at least more meaningful mm. than it was. So The thing is, man, I mean, Celtic... A wounded animal. We're going down there as champions. They were going for 10. We won the league. The league's wrapped up very fucking early. We're going down there, champions. Celtic have lost a manager. 
a lot of players playing for a move, a lot of players are in a quandary. So I don't know where they're going at the end of the season, who's coming in. But if we're going down there as champions, that's got to be motivation for Celtic going, right, we've not beat them in how many fucking games now? We need to, do, we need to well, do them. And you kidding yourself in previous seasons when... Uh, aye, aye. Rangers have won. And that actually, mm-hmm. it, you know, at the end of the day, if... if if Celtic win, they're going to be the, their players are going to be in the changing room jumping about going daft. It's you know it's an old firm day. It's no, it's a Glasgow derby. They're not half anything anymore. Aye, aye, they're not half anything anymore. Part for a copyright. Aye, they they renewed last week, but we'll not go into that. Anyway, John, you've got football this weekend, mate. Well, uh-huh. that's, this is great news. I have looked forward to it. So, I mean, it's been an absolute farce this week. I don't know if you've been keeping track of it. So, all the League 1 and League 2 clubs went to the SPFL and said, we want to play 22 games. SPFL said, no, we want you to play 18. You were like, no, we want to play 22. So, eventually, it's all come out now. We're going to get to play the 22 games, as we suggested to the SPFL. And it's great to have the football back, but it's just... Tell me this, John, sorry for interrupting you. Does that mean that you play more teams... I'd no, there's going to be a split. There's going to be a split after 18 right. games, Chris. So okay. we're, we're, we're currently on, most teams are currently on 11 games and there'll be the, the games and there'll be a split after 18 games. So it should oh, all even top, it. top five, bottom five, job. Yeah, should, so it should all even itself, itself out. But aye, we've got there, but it's just been a roundabout way. But looking forward, like a lot of lower league club supporters for the football starting again this Saturday and just hoping that Falkirk can get out of fucking League One. I really hope. Fingers crossed. John, I actually feel sorry for you, mate. I, I'm actually going to be rooting for Falkirk, man. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks. I'm sorry, mate. I'm, yeah. going to be, I'm going to be rooting for Partick Thistle. Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> Are you having a wee, a wee tip on a wee Zoom call with the boys? Ah, yeah, we'll be, we'll be getting the beer out. And you go, you're going to be investing in any more like cryptocurrency because you're out your tits and beer? No? Potentially, potentially. Yeah, but you can get to your back door. You can watch it out the back door on your iPad, you and your buddies. Aye. Well, could do that, actually, yeah. Do that. Hopefully it's a nice weekend. But aye, football is back in the lower league, so happy days. Football, real football, real football. Ah, bring it fucking on. What about aye. the Scotland and squad, lads? Yeah, well, I'm shocked that Turnbull's not on it, to be honest. I, yeah. I was shocked at that. I was shocked mm. at that, I must admit. But I aye. can see where he's coming from in terms of he owes. He's sticking to the play. You know, some of the players that he's picked, I mean... They've not had the best of seasons, but I understand he's, these are the, these are the players that have gotten there. But then, could you argue that this is the reason why we've suffered in the past because yes. we have stuck to, to yes, him? that's exactly jobs what for the boys. That's exactly. If you are an international man, if you're a football manager in any way, shape, or form, you go by form. You don't go by reputation. And I'm sorry, Ryan Christie done it for Scotland in the qualifiers, but he's been nowhere near it for Celtic in the last six months. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and for me. Turnbull should be in there ahead of him. Yeah. Oh, I mean, mate, 100%. It's a, it's a no-brainer. I mean, I'm no... As much as it's been a terrible season for you, right? the shining light must be that boy coming out of the squad in December, basically. Absolutely. He's, Absolutely. He's, a, he's a good, good player, man. He's what do you I mean? Been saying that, though, Chris, he's, he's not picked Griffiths. Um, Lauren Shankland's been dropped out and Kevin Nisbet's been brought in instead. What uh-huh. do you make, though, of, of Shade Adams... Um, you know, I only found this out yesterday and I had no fucking idea he had any sort of Scottish connection. No. I think it, I think it's incredible for Scotland. I brilliant. Think, I brilliant. think he's a brilliant player. 
So do I. He's a great player. Do you know what? He's, he's been he's been on fire down south this season as well. He's out he's out shining Danny Ings this season a wee bit now. Aye, aye. Yes, and yeah. you know he's like the goals, the different types of goals that he scores is something mm-hmm. that Scotland has badly been lacking. He can shoot for outside the box. He's deadly within the within the him, yard box. Him and big well. dykes, man. Him and dykes could be formidable. Yeah, exactly. I'm an Englishman um, up front. <laughs> 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 But is, is Dykes, is he since Dykes went down south, has he, has he scored? No, he's only played good for Scotland, mate. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. it, man. Uh, he's, That's true, mate. he's not really done much for QPR, to be fair. Well, do you know what? Get him up here and get the hoops on him. Yeah, is that what you want? If he's having a shiter down there, we know how good he can be. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So there's, there's definitely a player there. Um, if he's not doing it down there, we might get him for a, a snip as well. So that would be my first option for, for a, a summer signing for Celtic. Mate, here's the other thing I want to ask you. I feel I keep asking you this every week, but there's been a new kind of... In the paper, Roy Keane's coming to the forefront a wee bit now. Who, at this moment in time, I mean, you were all for Eddie Howe. What do you think now? You still the same? Roy Keane can fuck off. If you wouldn't say that to his face, mate. He'd take a jaw clean off you, mate. Listen, do you know who I'm a? Right, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we all do respect to Roy Keane. Right? He came to Celtic, he, he had a cup of tea up here, and he, and he went away when he was when he was over the hill, right? He's making all the right noises, he's saying all these, you're getting all the sound clips from him about Rangers. He's trying to, he's trying to work his ticket here, but see if the Celtic board do not see that Roy Keane is the exact same mould is Neil Lennon, then they're fucking idiots. Um, if Dom, if Dominic Mackay doesn't see what I've just said there, and obviously he's not going to see what I've said there, but if he does, hey, 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 you never know. If he, he does, a fan of the show. if he doesn't see that Roy Keane is not the right type of person to be in the Celtic manage, manager seat, then you know uh, he's going to get off to an absolute shannery start. I think he needs he needs for his own Celtic t- career. To bring in a proper fucking Broadway, do you know what I mean? A proper name and lights manager. And what about what about Chris Wilder? Chris, he's favourite with the bookies at the moment. He's even money. I've stopped. I've stopped paying attention to the bookies' favourites, John, because it's just people heard that Wilder was had left Sheffield United and then immediately went and put money on him at the bookies. Now the bookies see that and then they shop the odds just yeah. in case. You know what I mean? I mean what, we've but, seen... what about Clark? Clark spoke about it yesterday. He, he, he That's never... that was. No, he never ruled it out. He never. It was quite well, interesting words. Have you heard what the Red Bull Salzburg manager said? No. Yeah. What he said? Yeah. He's basically put out a come and get me. Come and get me. It's not really though, Chris. If you read it, if you read the quote, the quotes from him, he said it was interesting and obviously, you know, kind of honoured to be linked to the. But someone made the point to me: there's going to be a lot of change around in German football. Aye, because and, it, the Leipzig manager is going to Dortmund, and because of the Red Bull uh, connection. connection, they yeah. think that he might get the Leipzig job. Yeah. What but, about Maresca? Is that name still kicking about? Do you know, he's fell down the pecking order. He's about 16 to 1 now. I know yeah, Maresca's fallen right down the pecking order. Um, I mean, you've got Eddie Howe looking at the odds at the moment. You've got Chris Wilder, favourite, 5 to 4. John Kennedy's at 2. Roy Keane's at 92. Jesse Marsh is at 12. Eddie Howe's... Who the fuck's, who the fuck's uh-huh. Jesse Marsh? That's the... Sounds like somebody for a fucking... I, 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 thought that, I thought that was a bird out of fucking Little Mix. <laughs> I, I, mate, that's what I was thinking when yeah, I heard that. Hearing Simple, what was it called again? Wherever you simple, go, I want to be there. I want Roy Keane to get it. 
I know you want Roy Keane to get it. <laughs> man. But I think it will end up Eddie Howe. I think usually always it. I think it'll be Eddie Howe. I can't even believe I've just spoke about the Leipzig manager and then asked who the fuck Jesse Marsh is. <laughs> <laughs> we might have more chat about this on the open line later or perhaps just talk more about Shot at Glory because Grady was talking about that last night. In the group oh, chat I, Never. I watched it again. I watched it back. Brilliant. If you've not seen it, it's on YouTube. So as I say, it's a 20-year-old. It's, it's uh, on YouTube, so it's free, free air now. Exactly. I think and we'll... on, on the big question this week, ahead of the old firm, we ask, what's your favourite derby moment from your team? And our big guest this week is a man who has led Livy to a top-six finish. He's a breath of fresh air. It's none other than the current Lions gaffer, David Martindale. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Right, guys. So, unfortunately, we don't have Nicole on the show this week, so let's oh, give a big what? shout out to our sponsors. Gredo, you do the traffic, don't you? And your well, radio stuff. So. That's a touchy subject because, unfortunately, I've been demoted for the travel. So, I've. Um, had a good time doing it. Uh, three to four months. I'm probably up there with one of the best. I mean, John, you've been in radio f- since yep. what, 19 canteen. I must be up there. Uh. I, I would say, you know, tra- uh, Sally Traffic and Radio 2 is shiting herself. Yeah. Well, uh, Jim, I mean, I've took me off travel and I've warned them if she's ever on the seek, don't expect, don't come running to me because I know so who, who's, who's took over from you? It's producer Holly, which she's doing oh, a grand job. Holly. She's doing an absolute grand job. Right. So you've no, you've no, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, mate, because you were doing a good job and I listen to go radio in the morning going to work because you know I text you and stuff, but I'm sorry cool, to hear but that. Cool, uh, mm-hmm. it's fine. Right, it's, so. it's, it's, it's anyway, fine. remember, if you've been in a road traffic accident or you're not at fault, G4 Claims can make it easy for you. They can provide you with a complete accident management support you require. They'll recover their costs from the at-fault party. They'll sort you out with a like-for-like vehicle replacement. They will also organise your vehicle to be repaired at one of their approved body shops and return to you. Should your vehicle be deemed a write-off, they will recover the pre-accident value for your car and write you a big, fat cheque for it. And best of all, it won't cost you a penny as they charge the at-fault insurance direct. E4 claims don't cold call. They don't buy data. And once they've processed your claim, your insurance will remain unscathed. And the best thing is, the core of the team over there won't take on your case if they don't think they can help. So... If you've been in a road traffic accident or know someone that has, go on to G4 Claims on 01698 767 172. That's 01698 767 172. And get them at notatfaultclaim.com or find them on social media at G4 Claims Limited. G4 Claims. Not at fault. Made easy. Made easy. Ball daft, it's the open line where anything goes. Um, should Shea Adams be in the Scotland squad? Hmm? How many games should, should get played in the lower leagues before the end of the season? And who should replace Piers Morgan on Good Morning Britain? Rumour has it that Stephen Purden was down there last week. Well, we'll talk about that later, I mean, talk about that later. Shoo, did you say shoo? Shoo should replace. <laughs> That's what you I thought. You've been wanting to get your job. As usual, as you can hear, we have our panel of football experts. In the loosest fashion, I use that term, it's Stephen Keevans who's back this week, <laughs> Graham Greedy, and... Who's Pat. now it go? 
Christian. <laughs> so we shall go to our first caller. Now, the first caller we actually requested should get in touch with us this week. Remember, we were speaking about last week about your, your greatest football and achievement on the big question. Now, James got in touch with us and he said that in his 30s, he went over to the Philippines and ended up becoming a professional footballer. So we need to get to the bottom of this story. So he's on the open line this week. How you doing, James? Hi, how you doing? Two seconds, I'll just... Yeah, the old oh, I remember. There. That's my boss, man. I remember that, James Garner. That's my dad. Yeah, James, be on the open line oh. before. How are you doing, Dad? How's things, Dad? How's your mom getting on, Steve? All right. <laughs> you you <laughs> tell him. <laughs> right. So, James, we need to get to the bottom of this story. Uh, we had it on the big question last week. We were asking you what was your greatest football achievement, and you waited in saying that. In your 30s, you went over to the Philippines and ended up playing professional football. Is this bullshit or is this true? No, no, it's, uh, it's all um, all entirely true. As, as a journeyman Scottish amateur football player, you know, playing for such stellar teams as uh, Kings Park Rangers and Shawlands, um, I ended up in the Philippines, a professional football player. My pal uh, was out there, a big Rangers man, so you'll be pleased with that, um, big Rangers boy called Paul Fox. He runs a betting company out there. Um, he sponsored Swansea and stuff like that. And he said, listen, they, they've got a national league out here, right? And they're not very good. And all the games are on the telly. You might even be able to get yourself a game. So I went out there um, for a trial. And I was about to sign uh, with this team called Nomads FC. They were a patented up sort of like expats and sort of Filipino players. And then what happened was Brian Reed, remember the ex Rangers player, Brian Reed, United manager. Brian Reed uh, was installed as the manager of the champions uh, of the, the aptly named Global FC, right? <laughs> uh, big club, big big club. It's just how big are they? Global. Um, so we went to watch. We went to watch a game, right? And uh, and it's like any else. It's who you know, not not how good you are. It's who you know, and. Uh, We've, we bailed down at full time uh, and uh, my pal went like that to Reedy. Yeah, big man, my dad knows you, Jim Fox knows you very well. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, do you want to say my mate? He's fucking brilliant, by the way. And I was standing there like a, like a tatty, which is how I played. Um, and I went for, uh, he said to, they were short of players, they were just in the middle of an injury crisis. So I ended up uh, managing to fluke a fucking a trial match, I think, where I played at centre half. And then he said to me, I began listening. We're kind of short for strikers, and I went, "Oh, I play there as well." And uh, <laughs> we, we, had a, we had a friendly, and I scored two tappings, uh, and then that was me signed up, uh, and I lasted about seven or eight games or something like that. But one of the, the funniest things was we, all the training took place in the same pitch, right? Um, and we we went down to training, and uh, this boy pipes up to Sheffield, and, and he's going, "All right, mate." It sounds like he's from Yorkshire, obviously. Um, <laughs> And he's going, what teams have you played for? And I'm like, I just a couple of teams in Glasgow, mate, you know. And uh, and he fucking he played in the Premier League for Sheffield United. I think he had like four substitute appearances. A guy called Ben Starosta played for uh, Poland at the under twenties World Cup. And uh, here's me talking about the pitch five or sides on a Monday night. You know? <laughs> <laughs> any goals did you score? Did you score any goals? Are we counting training? Are we counting training and no. training and all that? Mate, none of this, none <laughs> of this, none of this stuff with Perry trying to say he scored this and that. He scored Ronaldo's record. How many goals oh, did you yeah. score in a game? Listen, I got the sum total of zero, which was Aye. close to the number of minutes I had. I, I think I played, I, I came off the bench in about six games or something like that. But they started signing, boys. 
for crabs on the sport. Every, every week, there were other players this agent, obviously. It was, the guy it was like the Vladimir Romanov of the Philippines, man. So he was flying boys over. At one point, another guy piped up at three in the morning, and it was a guy, Adam Boyd, who was at Luton Town. He signed him for 600 grand. Wow. And I'm going like that, mate. I want him. Mate, you'll not like it here. It's too hot. No, I'm trying to put people off. You know that? You used to end up getting the shits because the water bottles and all that were bogging and they would all be contaminated. And I'd be like, the boys, do you want me to drink a water? Mate, that's that one here. <laughs> James, it's an absolute incredible story that's how a boy from Glasgow ends up as a professional football uh, in, in the Philippines. And I believe you've sent us the link, which we'll put that up on our Twitter of the clip of you on Football Monday, Al. So. Amazing. No, I said, no, no, no problem at all. And probably the most ludicrous part of it all was see when they let me go because uh, obviously they realised this guy's not very good. They let me go and um, they said to me, "Listen, but what we've done is we've set you up with the TV network. We'd like you to go down there." And I ended up as a co-commentator for Turkmenistan versus Cambodia. <laughs> Amazing! Throw it, mate. Throw it. James, thanks for coming on Football Daft once again, and uh, give our regards. Not at all, boys. I'll see you the weekend, Dad. Right. Cheers, mate. <laughs> see you later. Cheers, boys. Yeah, see you later. Right. Right. Let's go to our next call on the open line, and it's Bobby Coates. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> is it his unit? <laughs> it's Sunday. Hey, hey, hey. I, that, sounds, that sounds like a pseudonym for a condom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pair guy, man. It's Sunday named Bobby, Robert you know? Coates. I'm here, mate. What's happening? Mate, it's- Bobby, welcome to the open line. What do you want to say to the panel? No, it was just a question for, obviously, Stephen and Gredo. Um, see if Rangers make it through on Thursday night. Do you think it will change things up in tactics? Do you think we'll go more, like, more defensive? Do you think Gerard will change it up and go with Walter Smith tactics? Wait for the next game, for the game one? For the game, past, aye, for the next round. If, if we make it, of course, but... Uh, I think you need to. I don't think Rangers. I I don't think Gerard well, would change it too much, but mm-hmm. I think we need to be realistic and go. If we get to the quarterfinals, you're talking. It's it's a right step up. Know what I mean? It is. It's, you seen it when we played Leverkusen. We did try to be a bit more. When we didn't have possession, we were a bit more rigid in the middle on that. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's I've I can't stop thinking about it now. I keep thinking we're going to go through and all that, and I'm pure. <laughs> I know. That's that's the same way. It's, it's, it's me, man. Pure nervous Bobby, about the game. I've I've went through one to eleven on the UEFA Cup. I'm now driving him from a work giving it. We're gonna win the league. We're gonna win the Europa League. I can see it. <laughs> I just, I By the way, do you, know, do you know what I'm going I'm gonna stick a minute, right? I'm gonna stick a minute here. Uh producer Ryan texts me after the after the first leg. He says these cunts are gonna win this cup, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, but like, but I think did Walter, did always did Walter always part the bus that season, or did it creep in? I think it was. We always parked the bus in the first leg. Mm-hmm. In the second yeah. leg, we parked the bus up to about seventy. Then we gave the bottle to Whitaker, and he just won for his own half and score. Wow. Remember? Aye. <laughs> aye, what a what a night that was. Aye, aye. I think to answer your question, mate, I think obviously Gerard's no daft. We're no daft. If we go and play like a an Arsenal or a Spurs or something, it is a wee bit. No, I mean it's a bit. Of, Step up, do you know what I mean? As much as I look at Arsenal and go, I think we could do them on their day. Air two games, mm-hmm. it's going to be a hard, it's going to be a hard time. You know what I mean? And then if you're playing like Spurs, Man United, we've got like Bruno Fernandez, fucking Harry Kane, mm-hmm. you're up against a different level altogether. Nah, 
Still get, still get AC Milan in that in there as well. Exactly, mate. Exactly. You know, you know. Just wish though we could play a team of Shane Duffy's. Oh, aye, <laughs> aye. Uh, toes poker face. Zoom into toes face. <laughs> 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 that old toes even flinched, man. <laughs> 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 oh, he's got he's, he's his zooms broken down now. Aye, aye. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Just a wee quick thing. Uh, I met Grado up at the Gerard thing, like when he was getting unveiled, and I met Bob at, I think it was the CIS Cup final up at Hamden against Motherwell many years ago. Oh, the man. Morris Ross. Morris Ross scored. CIS isn't even a company anymore, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Fuck no. Yeah. Not a while, Well, that, that, that makes two of you send, doesn't it? Hey, right. hey, come on, let's go. Much, Move it on. See you later, Bobby. See you later, Bobby. It's all right, Chris, you're getting back up with our third call on the open line. It's Jason. Yes, thank you, Jason. All right, thanks for having me on again. Fucking good to see you, mate. Good to see you, brother. You too, mate. How are you feeling? We'll just let you two have a wee conversation. I am feeling, you know what, mate? I'm I'm feeling a mixture of relief. This is And anger. And anger. So, um, relief and anger. I'm glad it's over. But I think we'll do them on Sunday. (laughs) <laughs> right, I'll give you idea a football question, so I'm going to ask one for you. Right. I know Edo likes his grub. If you had to go the rest of your life to only one colour food, what would it be? One colour? One colour of food? I, like, you say white, it would be white rice, bread. All right. Blah, does blah, blah, does, blah. does pasta come in as white? Well, here's the deal. Can I, can I, I can solve that. It's like beige. I, can, so, I, would say, I would say brown, so you'd get steak. You'd curry and all exactly, but I'd say brown pasta. You get curry, curry and all, wouldn't you? Curry, you get curry with it. You'd, but steak's curry. red, meat's red, though, is it not? Aye, but once it's brown. Once it's cooked, aye, it's, when you cook it, it's brown. Aye. The outside, but maybe Burger. a bit red on the inside. Burgers aye. you would be able to get. Um... It's going to be brown. Aye, brown. Chocolate as well. Aye. That's what it says. You like chocolate? Hey? Chocolate. Did you go your whole life without eating a kind of bueno ever again, but. I can't believe it's brown. It's white at the top. Eat the bottom bit now. Eat the bottom. I want to thank you for a, kind, a kinder, any kinder. No, I'm no not Bob, kinder. I like them. I like uh, a kinder bueno. I like a like like ice cream. I, and, uh, no, I love buenos. Buenos are right up there. And yeah. also, you'd get me, you'd still have an Easter egg at Easter and stuff like that. And you'd have Silverside um, for your dinner <laughs> at Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh hey, that's, 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 that's a sore subject. Man. Don't talk about Silverside. Oh, oh, absolutely. Um, Aye, fuck's sake, oh, man. Jason, good question. Good question. I'm glad you've asked it. And I hope you enjoy the old firm. Right. If you just remember, Jason, man, just love it up, mate. Love it up. Uh-huh. And uh, do you know what? Yeah, see, if you don't, see, if you, see if you don't watch it, I hope you get a right good kip, my man. Aye. Just focus Thanks, on Fastlane, mate. That's it. So I like Randy Orton picking socket Alexa Britt. That's that's right. Right. I don't watch that in sunshine. Five punts. <laughs> Jason, thanks for coming on, mate. Thanks very much, mate. Thanks a lot. Yes, yes, yes. All the best, mate. Good seeing you. Bye bye. And that is it for this week's open line. If you want to get on next week, very easy. Keep an eye on our Twitter or sign up at Patreon, patreon.com forward slash football daft. Football daft's big question. Right, boys, it's the old forum this weekend, so let's talk. About your derby memories, your best derby memories for your team at Jankto? For me, um, 
there's been that many over the last few years, but still, all right, mate. Still, all right, mate. Still, still six two. Still the six two game for me. Um, tremendous. Aye. How about that? Sutton, Lambert, Petrov, boom, boom, boom. Eleven minutes. Fucking three all right away. Brixon had the worst game of his life. Did they not? He not got hooked. Aye, I get hooked, man. Yeah. Who scored? Dodge scored for us, didn't he? Dodge. And I've always, sure, I've always said, I think I've mentioned it before that he put in the, paper, the best game of his life he's ever been involved in, which always kind of. I would love to get him on this podcast, man. To talk, talk about, about that. Billy Dodge. Mm-hmm. Aye. 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 Um, but it's, for me, my my favourite derby memory is without a doubt, it's got to be, I mean, there's, there has been loads, but I think just for the, the sheer drama of it, is uh, Maurice Edu. <laughs> I feel like I see Scottish Cup. Do you know what? Do you know what? That aye. But because Edu's I was up there, mate. Edu's up there, man. Just I the whole, I think, was that the game that Robbie Keane came? And I, I know that that makes a big difference, but I think it was just, it, we it looked as if after we, we won, if we got three points for that game, it looks as if we were certain to win the league. Oh, mate, that was all, that was more or less one in the league that day. Aye. And so, and then, that's just a wee daft thing, but. The, the DJ playing coming over to my place. I fucking love that song, man. I love it. Come and over over the my place. I, I was my... sitting in the pure heavy pot. I had a post season ticket that season. Me and my two. Right, in the family stand. <laughs> Me and my mate were sitting in bar 72 for Hi, two girl. seasons. Girl, man. John, what about your derby? What's your derby? Who do you play? Fucking Ken Beef or something? Was it? Them the a, a big game. What a man, pure John. You put into football casual mode. Oh, that pure bit serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the proper derby's probably Falkirk Stenny, but Dunfermline's our big, our big rivals. And uh, my favourite memory was the 2009 Scottish Cup semi-final at Hamden. Tam Scobie in off the shoulder. Scotty Arfield penalty. Two 0 at Hamden. Get it right. Scotty Arfield. Anyway, let's get to the listeners. Matty has got in touch. He says, got to be either the Samaras double at Ibrox in the New Year game or the 3 0 Celtic Park before they went bust. Mulgrew's diving header. Nice one, Matty. Thanks for that. I, I was at that 3 that 0 game. Horrible. And also that Samaras double at Ibrox. That's yeah. the first. McGregor time. running about, man. Aye. Aye. That was the first time I ever watched. I know firm, my mate that's a mega Celtic fan. It was yeah, yeah, man. I know I know this is off topic, but what about that save from McGregor last week? Oh, oh. you kidding me on, son. Oh son. He's well with a couple of beers, man. Calling you son. Listen, listen, Tog, we were talking about some Rangers daft, right? And I had to Bob eventually came run. John asked us what's a better save, Hoy Duncan uh, the goalie or that and he's like, ah, still Andy Gorma says listen I says you need to watch that back because the way as his finger his pinky comes down and the way that he grabs that ball with the, the, the bottom of his fingers I think that is one of the highest class saves I've ever seen to him. It, was, it was a tremendous <sighs> save for me Aye. It's not as good as a Van Hoydonk one. Do you but, know think so? No. I don't know, mate, because Gorham's gone that way anyway. And I'm, I'm not, not taking it less. Listen, goalie's my hero. But there's something about that. There's something about that man, too, the way he, he gets his he gets his horns to it and he, he manages to keep a hold there. I know, but it's just the, react, the reaction for Gorham, man. Van Hoydonk's three yards out. He volleys it at about a million mile an hour. True. And That's what I said, mate. Aye. Well, it's, it's a great save. 
Make your mind it's up. Both, both, listen, both of them are great saves anyway, aren't they? Let's be both great saves, aye. Both. So, Sean says, either Tav's free kick in the 2-0 win at Ibrox, as it was my first old firm game, oh, or man. Morris Edu's last-minute winner, like Gredo mentioned previously. Yes. Grant, he says, uh, the closing seconds of the 2002 Scottish Cup final... Ian's Crocker, uh, he says the line, Is it going to be a twist in the tail? Loving crowns! Neil McCann's cross to the back post, as delicious as Peter Loving Crans heater. That's the game. Grant, well said, mate. Ryan says, Falkirk beating Dunfermline in the Scottish Cup semi. Gosh. Not a chance we are losing to that mob. For the Deliverance Village in the semi final. For the Deliverance Village. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's a bit intense, isn't it? Oh, it's pretty intense in Falkirk, Dunfermline. It's pretty intense. Hey, fucking involve right? with you guys, man, on match day. Is that I, right? I mean, He's down your street, mate. I, I don't know, but I mean, I've been in coaches going to Dunfermline, pelted with bricks. I mean, they had that all instant a couple of seasons ago where they were throwing eyeballs in the park at Dean Shields and all this sort of stuff. Is that, that game? Yeah, that game? Mm-hmm. yeah I think... I think... <laughs> See if Danny Dyer's EastEnders career is down the pan. I think he's going to go to a fucking fuck up and film it. I can see Danny Dyer's kicking off here. Oh, right. fucking hell, he's kicking off here. Right, the parts are known for the brideys. <laughs> what we're doing here, we're going to see the pause versus the burns. They're pause to looking for revenge ever since the fucking burns done them in the cup semi final. My arse is going like this. Tell you what, I am fucking shitting myself. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Jamie says, oh, for fuck's sake, I've picked another Rangers one here, Hunter. Uh, to- toss up between Mo Edu, winner, or that semi final when we were still in the championship. Edu just wins it. Edu, Edu. Chris Hanlon, oh, sorry, Chris says Paul Hanlon with that equaliser that sent us on our way from misery to ha- Oh, for fuck, that was the worst game of my life. 21 05 16, a dark, dark day for me and Bob. Brett says, Ryan Kent knocking Scott Brown on his ass with that brilliant right hook. I remember Jesus. that. Uh-huh. Mick, Mick says, when the King of Kings chipped Stefan Kloss. JC Boy, he says, 6-2 times 2 against Dundee, end of tweet. That must be a tweet that came from <laughs> Craig says there's so many sentimentally my first live old forum game. CIS semi 2002 Oh, didn't get to that, did he, Conterman? Boom, what a goal that was. Wow. I don't think I've okay. ever seen a ball struck harder than that in my entire life. Uh, Albert's free kick in the New Year game, man. Oh, I'm telling wow. you, man, that Conterman one nearly took the net right into the fucking yeah. Selikind. <laughs> Thanks to everybody for getting in touch. <laughs> that was this week's big question. Football daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. Boys, when you use the bathroom, I've got to ask you, do you always shut the door behind you? Aye, mate, I'm honking. Well, right. Always, I mean, I'm not, I, that's no reason why I'm asking you. The reason why I'm asking you is, I mean, you wouldn't want a random passerby looking in, you, would you? <laughs> no. Well, no. Let me, well, let me put this across to you. Why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Using the internet with Foot Express VPN is like going to the bathroom and not shutting the door. Did you know, so did you know that your internet service provider, like your Comcast, your Verizons, they know every single website that you visit? And what's worse, 
They sell this information to ad companies and the tech giants, and they'll use your data to target you. But ExpressVPN, it puts a stop to this. It creates a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. I use ExpressVPN in all my devices. It works on everything. Phones, laptops, routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can still be protected even if they don't have ExpressVPN. And the best part is using ExpressVPN is it's easy. It's closing the bathroom door. You just fire up the app, click one button, and you are protected. ExpressVPN is the world's number one rated VPN by CNET, Wired, The Verge, and countless others. So, if you're like me and you believe that your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash daft today. And you can use my exclusive link. It's expressvpn.com slash daft. And you can get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com forward slash daft. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident. Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. The player profile playoff is back and it is with piesports.com. You know where to go if you want to get pies for the weekend's games. And League One and League Two are back this weekend as well. So get on board piesports.com. You can choose from an amazing range of pies up there. They've got the Glasgow Oyster uh, pack, which Chris is a massive fan on. They've got curry pies. They've got those pies with the baked potato and beans over the top of it. Oof, jaff. They're a belter. Um, Oof, yeah, belter. Check out their website or you can give them a call if you want 0141 739 9999 0141 739 9999 They'll deliver pies free of charge to a bunch of postcodes across Scotland, so check out their website for that. But every week on Football Daft, we love to give away a package of pies to one of our listeners and on to play for the pies today. It's Jambo, Gordon Stitt. How are you doing, Gordon? I'm good, guys. How are you all? Good, man. Good to see you. Good to see you, Jambo, coming on the show. Yep. Absolutely. Hopefully another league winner as well. What do you wish your thoughts in uh, you and Cameron? As a Hearts fan, I always like to know that. He, he gets Hearts out there, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> he's, 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 he's a Rangers fan. He's a Rangers fan, exactly. Yeah. He's a Rangers fan, exactly. Um, listen, you know how the game works, Gordon. I'm, I'm going to read a player description out. Once you know um, the player you buzz in, what's your buzz going to be? 5-1. 5-1, yeah. Um, you'll be playing against one of the boys. And this week, boys, we are going back to the 99-2000 season. Wow. Oh. There we go, eh? Wow, Any man. memories of that season, guys? Rangers won the league, yeah? Rod Wallace. Rangers won the league. Rod Wallace, aye. I think the points difference that season finished the way it's looking this season. I think they it fucking was, it was, yeah. yeah, and of course... Um, 
Falkirk yet again denied promotion and Aberdeen got get a better stadium then come on well there was that there was that Um, but yeah let's um, go through the post Um, I'll draw out who you're playing Gordon let's see who's coming out to draw the day and it is Stephen Purden it's been a while it's been a while he's not really good I feel mate I've been better on you recently you've been getting pumped left right centre mate aye man hey I've I've had two in the last month or so, and I've won one and drew one. <laughs> nah, I get right. beat one and won one. <laughs> Here we go, I said, uh, Stephen, what's your buzzer going to be? Fifty-five. Fifty-five, right? Okay, here we go. So back to the nine two thousand season. Here we go, boys. First player out. After starting his career at Cowdenbeath, this goalie ended up at Dundee United via St Mirren, where he made one hundred twenty-four appearances. At the Arabs, he made over eight appearances, including 43 in this season before moving to Bradford. He returned to Scotland, where he became... 55. Stephen Purden. Is it Dijkstra? <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Started oh. at Cowden Beef. Oh. I'll continue. <laughs> who is it? Do you know who it is? Here we go. Oh, Here we go. He returned to Scotland, <laughs> where he became a mainstay at Kilmarnock. Since finishing his career, he's been a goalkeeping coach at Hearts. Brilliant. Hibs and is now at Cove. 5 1, 5 1, 5 1. Gordon. Alan Coombe. Alan Coombe. Coombe! Fucking see. See, Dykes, I started his career at Cowden Meath. Mate, he could have, man. Fucking Evil Den Demon started his career there, yeah. Okay. Right, here we go. Where? Uh, Stephen, you've got to get this one to stay in the game. Getting horse, man. Right, it's like, this is this is quite an easy one, so you should get this one easy straight away. Billy Dodge! <laughs> right, you ready? This player yes. signed for 5.75 million by Celtic and was John Barnes' first... I've won! 55! Ayo Berkovic. Gordon was in first and he's right, boom! Oh, <laughs> he was in first! Yeah, he was in oh. first, Stevie. <laughs> You can come back again, man. I want yeah, to well Oh, Gredo wants a shot at a title. Gredo takes this immensely serious when somebody does well. Hey, like you apply next week, Megan. See what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm available. What team are you? You keep on doing that. The cunt will be about 42 stone by the end of the season. Hold on. Let's do double or quits. I've got another player here. You ready? All right, bring it on. Double or quits, Gordon. You're up for it. Double or quits, Stitty. Come on. Put your money where your mouth is. Go on, let's go, let's go. Let's go, oh. all right, okay. Here we go. Ready, Grado? What's my, what, what's my hang with? What's your buzzer? Go 55, mate. 55, that's it, 55. Okay. right, here we go. This was to be the final season for this defender after spending 21 years at Dundee United with over 700... Five one. Gordon Step. Morris Malpass. Boom, well played, sir. Oh! 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 Get another one, get another one. Wait a minute, give me a shot. Greggy, toe shot. Stats pure taking this all out, man. We might have uncovered a fucking guru here, by the way. And we don't <laughs> know. It, For, it, it surely we've got to call him Stiffle. So co- he's so confident. Stiffle. Gredo, it was Gordon Stick was the song before he sang when you sang it with Pat Lennox. Gordon Stick. Gordon Stick. Right, Chris, you've got to defend the, the honour of football daft here. Here we right, go. Yeah. Wow. This is the last player I've got as well. Right, so I'll go for 55 and all. Fuck it. How <laughs> <laughs> you going for 10? 55 wasn't it what? Right, here we go. In this season, this centre half was playing for Aberdeen after joining them in 1997 from Middlesbrough. 5 1. What? Derek White. It is. Oh 
my god! <laughs> right, right, right. This, this, see this part of the show. Stato, Stato, Stato. Listen, listen, listen. What do you think? Who's the Who's the lovely gentleman that beat me with a hat last week? Craig, I mean, Craig, 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 Craig. I'm thinking because this we is. Get, we need to get them to play each other. Next I... week, they two next week. Right, look, stick. Give when you come off here, give your personal details to John, and we'll mm. get Craig Fire on, and you two can battle it out for the pies next week. You're John, we need to promote this. We need to promote this. You, <laughs> actually, promote this, this. this guy is different. This, hey, different wait a minute. There, need, there, needs to be, there needs to be an additional prize. I've got an additional prize for next week in mind. We'll sort it out when you right. take on Craig Fry if you're up for it, Stitto. Aye, aye, go for it. Brilliant. Oh, wow. I can't wait. Wow. I can't wait. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Boys, I'm counting the hours until I get torn into my Harry's pack. You know what I'm talking about, Harry's? The razors? Yes. Listen, ah, you know the deal. You know the deal. There is nothing better than opening up your Harry's products, you first open that box, you see that razor, you take the razor to the side of your face, and how smooth is it in comparison to your other shaves? There's no discomfort during the process, the shaving gel, what do we talk about with the shaving oh, gel? Oh, it's beautiful. The smell of the shaving gel. tremendous. Yippee-ki-yay. And how about that textured grip of the razor? How does it feel in your hand? Oh, it feels, er- for me, it feels ergonomic. It's very ergonomic, Aye. it's very ergonomic. And I'll tell you what, this, this is all down to two guys. Now, forget Matt and Jeff. This is Jeff and Andy. Jeff and Andy are two ordinary guys that were fed up with overpriced razors, had a beaner bonnet, and they decided, let's fix shaving. Harry's knew that there was only one way to ensure quality. What did they do? Well, they put their money in their pockets and they bought themselves their own factory. And get this, they took less profit. And Harry offers great quality products at a fair price and i'll tell you about these blades these blades are amazing quality blades they're almost half the price of your leading five blade brands and if you order a harry's trial set you're going to get everything you need for a close comfortable shave we're talking that weighted ergonomic handle that tool raves about we're talking about the five position engineered blades with a lubricating strip and that trimmer blade and that rich 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 lathering shave gel and not only that if you're out and about you've got your travel blade cover so Get started shaving with Harry's today and claim your trial set for only three ninety five. What did you say? Three ninety five. Support our podcast. You know we got to pay the bills. Support our podcast and get your trial set delivered to you, and that includes that razor handle, that five blade cartridge, that foaming shave gel, and that travel blade cover. Get your sale on at harrys.com slash daft now. I say it again, boys. It's harrys.com forward slashed daft football daft with g4 claims find them on twitter facebook and instagram at g4 claims limited let's welcome to football daft he's a man who's guided livingston to a top six finish this season it's the one it's the only he's fit he's proper it's david martindale david how you doing mate not bad, not bad. Thanks very much. Listen, we're all buzzing to get you on this podcast, oh. aren't we? We're, we're, oh, we're, oh, we're, this is it's one of the ones you know is coming up and you're going, right, I'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to this one, mate, honestly. Be a no, just... podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute, for you or for us? I know. <laughs> probably, probably for me, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, 
after this, the four is just sitting doing a, a podcast for somebody's I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll some. be joining you. I'll be looking for a joke next week. <laughs> <laughs> Not nah, at I'll, all, mate. No, nah, I, mean, I mean, I mean, where do we even step with us, right? Because I tell you, the first time I, I, I really noticed you was obviously, obviously the Levinson results, but that sounds a bit creepy. What's that? <laughs> That's it. I never noticed them. As long as it wasn't through my living room window. <laughs> I think to myself, I bet you Johnny Watson is kicking himself that he stopped in only excuse, man, because he would go to town on you. And that's not a bad thing, by the way. I'm just saying for yeah. years and years, there's never been a proper character in Scottish football. No, you're, I mean, you're the top dog. I'll take it as a compliment, Grado. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, have you always been a fan of football growing up? <laughs> This is his new question to kick off the podcast every week, mate. We're not, we're not hitting me with that one, are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, David, tell us, how did you get, tell us, take us back, tell us your story. How did you get involved with Livingston? I came in, came in as a volunteer coach on a Tuesday morning, a Thursday morning. John McGlynn, I knew the boy was running the club at the time, was a guy called Neil Rankin, I had a couple of coffees with him and he was looking for somebody to come in and help him. Club were in a bad place financially, so... Came in Tuesday morning, Thursday morning. I had a construction company. And eventually, one thing led to another. You were in in the afternoons doing different bits and bobs, helping out, fixing things, upgrading things, um, repairing different stuff. And then, I just six months after that, Johnny, John McGlynn had uh, left, left the job. So, Mark Burchill took over. Mm-hmm. And Mark was a Livingston boy. I'd obviously worked with him for six months previously. And Mark... Mark kept me about the place. And then Mark left a year later and David Hopkins was Mark's assistant. David got the job, Hoppy. And Hoppy mm-hmm. asked me to be his assistant manager. It was 2015, 16. And that's it. Ever since then, I've been in at the club probably on a full-time basis, 60, 70 hours a week. It's, it's been tough, to be honest, because there's, there's been a lot more bad times than what I'd probably say good times. But... Mm. Nobody sees that side of it, how hard you've worked or behind the scenes. But for the last probably five years, it's been very productive and very positive because we got relegated that year when myself and Hoppy took over. We got relegated to League One. Following year, we won League One. We broke a lot of club records doing so, the most wins, most goals scored, all this type of thing. And the following year, we are in the Championship. And then before you know it, and a year later, we're in the Premier League. So we got back-to-back promotions and then suddenly I was sitting in the Premier League. Brilliant. But you see, you see there's ups and downs, but surely the last six months have kind of made up for a lot of the bad times because what a run you're having. Oh. It, is, but it has been hard work at the club. There's been a lot of turmoil at the club since I've been here, but the football inside has been very stable. I've been very fortunate that I've been left alone to run the football side probably for 2016. I've basically, I've done everything in a footballing sense. So kept the boardroom away from the footballing department, which I think always helps, to be honest. David, obviously, like, I'm a big Rangers fan, right? A couple of weeks ago, Rangers are gone there. I think Grado will agree with me. We're sitting going, I don't know how this game's going to go. It's not a place you want your team to go because you're so hard to beat, so well organised, like... What's the secret behind that? It's just really hard work on the training ground. I think there's a lot of hard work goes on in the training ground, but we've got a culture and environment at the football club where boys come in. I let the boys be themselves. I encourage them to be their own personality. When I first came into the club, I'll, I'll go into a wee bit more detail. When I first came into the club, it was 
everybody sitting in the office. It was very politically correct. Mm. Since I've came in, I've just, I just let the boys go and be themselves. So we come in, we have a right good laugh at the club, but seeing me cross the white line to go to training, we work extremely hard. We mm -hmm. probably do three to four different sessions per day, and I think this is all the hard work that people, it goes unnoticed. Our players are in the club roughly quarter past nine, and they probably don't leave the football club to around half three, quarter to four. If you probably compare that to a lot of other football clubs, the boys are in 10, half 10, 11, and they're away home at one o'clock. So mm -hmm. we work right. extremely hard and we keep the boys here. We've all got, there's a good work ethic amongst the staff and that translates into the players. Right, yeah, you were saying there that um, how harmonious a dressing room you've got and how well everybody gets on, you have a great laugh and stuff like that. Um, there was one transfer that you made that kind of, I don't know if, if maybe his attitude or whatever uh, wasn't right for the club, but yeah, you brought in Tony Stokes and he was away again a, a mm. week or so later. It was in, what, what can you tell us about well, that? Stokes, he's a great lad, right? Just very right. Honestly, he's a really, really good lad. He's one of... He's someone who probably fitted into our culture, our environment really well. The problem with Stokes here is he probably came in a wee bit more unfit than we both realised at the time. So when he came in, he was a wee bit overweight, but we thought that's not a problem. We worked hard at the club, we'll, we'll get that off him. But because of the intensity of the training, he really struggled with his groins. So he was only in a week or so, he was getting a lot of uh, knee problems, and that comes from... A lot of people find it difficult to adjust to the AstroTurf surface. There's no actually a story here, by the way. What went out in the press was a lot of it was the yeah. truth. So yeah. the AstroTurf surface, he came in, he was feeling that on his joints. I couldn't quite get him up to speed because when we got, we were getting somewhere, he would pick up an injury that would then put him back again. And to be honest, Stokes, he probably doesn't live his life perfectly away from the football club. Stephen Stephen mm. Stokes, he's in the club. Honestly, he's a great lad and he's a talented, talented individual. But I would, mm. I think Stokes, he would probably agree with me. What he does away from the football clubs, not always conducive to a, a professional football player. But I do yeah. think if it wasn't for these slight niggles, I think we would have got the best out of Stokes because he was probably leaving the club. He was going home. He was injured. He wasn't training with the first team because he was in a rehab program. And I don't think that helped the two years because I think if Stokes had managed to stay fit and we got him fitter, I think we'd had a right good player on our hands. Hi. You 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 probably you stone it there the, the artificial pitch, right? No, I'm gonna be honest, you 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 probably can ask yourself, but a lot of the fans watching it, they think it's murder. Yeah. But you, you probably know different that it's all comes down to finance and stuff like that. But do you use that pitch to play it to your advantage when you're playing other teams? See what, see what folk don't know, right? See when, see when you get beat. See when they come to Livingston and we get beat, nobody speaks about the artificial surface. Aye. See every time you get beat, it's a pitch, it's a pitch. Now that part's the exact same part as Hamilton's, right? We got them for the same manufacturer two weeks apart. <laughs> The only difference with Hamilton's Park is they paid, like, I think it was 30, 40 grand extra to get green pellets. And see, a club at the time, we just came in the Premier League, we never had a bolt. I'm like, you can't, spend, you can't spend 40 grand just to change the colour of the pellets. So with the pellets being green, it makes the park aesthetically look that much better. Whereas the black mm -hmm. pellets, you can see it when the splash comes. But mm -hmm. anybody that comes to play here or train here, every single player loves the surface. It's really, mm -hmm. really true. 
See if you actually look the last two months in Scottish football, you look at the state of some of these grass parks. Yeah, that's true. Now, honestly, some of them are horrific. Aye, cutting up so bad a lot of them, man. It's rolled mud. Some of them are rolled mud. I would take that park over any grass park at this point in time, or most grass parks in the Premier League. Mate, I'll be honest with you, every time you're playing well against us, we're on a group chat, me and my mates. It's that pitch, it's that pitch. He can't adjust, he can't adjust. (laughs) See before Rangers come, I put more black pellets on it. Because where was it, man, it was... Was it last season or the season before? Dolly Menga scored. He's beaten uh, 1-0. Uh, oh, mate. I've never been... I was so depressed that day. Me and my mates are sitting going, is that fucking pitch? Is that pitch? Where is he now? Where's Big Dolly Menga now? Big Dolly went to Angola. I got him back. When he came back, he was 15 stone heavier. So... <laughs> he, he got sent away pre-season. He got sent away pre-season and he got told, don't come back here with your body fat's higher than what they are. And don't come back here any heavier than what you are. Dolly shakes my hand and goes, no a problem, Davey, and comes back 35% over everything. Oh. So, <laughs> big Dolly, honestly, again, another, another absolute, his technique and his strength was incredible. Aye. I just think it was. I emptied his house, so he went back to Belgium. <laughs> went back to Belgium and I had to, like, we rent a house, the club rented a house, Dolly paid for it, but we got it through the club. I think it was, when was that? August. Still had his Christmas tree up. <laughs> August. August last year, I went to make sure the house was all right. His Christmas tree still up. All he done was sit and play FIFA. <laughs> and eat. Aye, on the park as well. See, if you look at Dolly, I actually think he thought he was playing FIFA. <laughs> but, but here, that's what I love about you, because last week I was listening to the press conference, man, and you were getting torn into Marvin Bartley. I don't know, was it was it you're calling him you're going tell me it was rubbish, man? If you oh, see Bart Battle, let him know. But is that had a good it has did is does that work, man? Just being honest. I think the boys listen, there was a wee bit of tongue in cheek with that one with Marv, because I think the press were trying to be clever. They said Big Marv came off with a skill. He never Big Marv <laughs> he came off brand new because I'd subbed him. And the truth behind him getting subbed was we were needing to put an offensive player on and Big Mars more of a defensive midfielder. So Aye. I needed to put an offensive midfielder on because we were getting beat. Mm-hmm. But I just used that opportunity. He came the big man because he never misses an opportunity <laughs> in here. So, <laughs> use every that's, opportunity I can. That's brilliant, but all that kind of camaraderie between the management and the players, man. That's it, what you want, but in your it, team, isn't it? My, my office is about two metres for the changing room. Our office right. is heaving me players all the time, coming in, having a laugh, stealing biscuits, stealing everything. I'm in the changing room a lot, so there's a really... I, we talk about the we. It's all about the we, not them and us. I hate that. I hate that when I had work as a hierarchy. Of course, there's people that are in charge you, but a hierarchy and they don't mix. I hate that. I hate uh, yeah, it's always so, best to have an open-door policy, I think, it? just does. The boys yeah. are never out of the office. And listen, I can be brutally honest at times, but I think the boys do appreciate that. I played football, never played professional football, but it's relevant to you at that point in your life. And I just used to hate when managers used to talk a lot of rubbish to you, or oh, you're getting dropped today, I'm just going to rest you. You're no, you're, you're no resting me, I was brutal last week, just tell me Aye. the truth. I hated that. Aye. I always try and be honest with the boys. They might not like it, but I always try and be honest with them. So Davey, I watched, the, I watched the cup final. Uh, it was... Obviously, oh, yeah, that you had had a brilliant run in the lead up to the cup final. 
Now, everything that you had done so far this season was perfect. What the fuck were you thinking putting Barkley at left wing? You see, to be honest, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I'll be brutally honest with you. Big Sean Rooney, right? It was the ge- part of the game plan was stopping Sean Rooney. Stopping Witherspoon coming in in his right foot and stopping Sean Rooney. The rest of them are good players, but I think I had enough in the locker to deal with it. I lost. Neil Harris got sacked by Millwall mid-January. Eh, sorry, Cardiff. Neil Harris got sacked by Cardiff mid-January. I had the big boy, Kieran Brown, my big left centre-half, my left wing-back. Mm-hmm. So... Spoke to Neil, Neil said, ah, you're cool, you'll have him, you'll have him the rest of the season. So I said, brilliant. Um, then Mick McCarthy got the job late January and the, the, loan, the loan agreement was up in January the 31st. And I found out a day before the loan agreement was up that Cardiff were recalling him, Mick McCarthy was recalling him. So I lost, I lost a physical presence on the left-hand side of the park. So I signed Jackson Longridge, but Jackson Jackson's five foot nine, and I signed a boy called Gibriel Piani for Grasshopper Zurich on loan, and he was going to be a direct replacement for Kieran, but because he Scotland the UK leaving the EU Brexit, aye, Gibriel's mm-hmm. came in, and I'm still waiting on a work permit for him. So Gibriel <sighs> would have been playing in that game, and he would have directly played against Sean Rooney. So mm-hmm. I had to come up with some kind of plan to stop Sean Rooney scoring goals. Ultimately, Sean Rooney scores for a set player at Wednesday in the game. Mm-hmm. So it was more about nullifying Sean Rooney and his aerial threat because he liked to hit a diag for Jamie McCarthy at left centre-half to Sean Rooney at right wing-back in your box. So it was part of trying to find... Try to still play the way we play, but nullify the way St. Johnson played. And to be fair, I don't think the two teams were great in the day. And I always think, I say to you boys, one goal was going to win that game. I had that on edit, mate. I, I enjoyed had that it, game. man. I actually enjoyed the game. It was a bit bloody yeah. thunder, like an old school's mm-hmm. cup final. Aye. Uh, you never um, enjoyed it. What happened is, they scored, because we, up until they scored, I think we had, we were probably a little more dominant. We looked, about, we looked probably the team that was maybe going to go and score a goal. There wasn't much in the game at that point. But we, Josh Mullen had a shot that Big Sander tipped round the post. Aye. Aye. We looked like, we looked at the team that are getting a wee bit of a foothold in the game. They get a corner and Big Rooney goes up and scores. It's 1-0. See, after that, it's 30 minutes into the game. The back three don't come out of their shape. Their two wing-backs drop in with the two centre-mids. They've got seven behind the ball. Aye, it's hard it's, to play against that. It's really, really difficult to break down. And I never really had a physical presence up top. I never had that big striker, big jet went on, but... We made a lot of changes, but we were just... kind of, you needed a big, a big dykes up there or something, mate, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's brilliant up top, but he's not the most mobile, whereas mm. Linden, Linden's got a bit of everything. Aye. Got a bit Aye. of everything, so the, the set play wins the game. Set play, Sean Rooney scores it, fair play to the big man. Mm. And that wins the game, and it changes the dynamics of the game, because they just go come and beat me. And it, to be fair to them, they defended their half, they defended their box really well, so... Fair play to them. Aye. I mean, you've definitely got your finger on the pulse of stuff. I, I think back to that game that you played Celtic midweek. Do you remember, Bob? And it was oh, Martindale rests nine players. And we, were giving it, we were giving it off. Oh, f- What's going on? Aye. 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 Aye.
You go to you go to Park Keaton, you get a draw on the Rangers fans. Ah, he's a good Rangers man. He's a good Ranger man. You go and take points off Rangers and the Celtic. Oh, he's a good Celtic man. He can't even. What are you, David? Are you a Rangers fan? He's a good junior man. He's a good junior man. I was brought up a Rangers fan. I'm picked up in originally, so I was brought up a Rangers fan. But I'll be brutally honest. I think I'm a football man. See when Brendan Rodgers had Celtic playing the way they were playing with the trebles, I thought they were brilliant. I used to enjoy no. really watching Celtic, but mm. I grew up a Rangers fan. But to be honest, I'm a Livingston fan now. Aye, 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 of course. Wait, wait, mate, of see course. me playing junior football. Did you ever play the buffs? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're the like, did I ever play in the buff? No. <laughs> <laughs> see when when you were going through the whole fit and proper thing, was your ass making buttons a wee bit? Nah, I was. Honestly, to be fair. I wasn't bothered either way. Obviously, I wanted to be made. I, I wanted to carry on being the Livingston manager, but I never actually gave it too much thought because I'd been I'd been custard pie for the last three years previously. Aye. So it was just kind of water over ducks back. And if anything, I think you learn in life. Don't worry about stuff you can't control. I had no Aye. control over it. Whatever Aye. was going to happen, I'd have moved on. I'd have took it in the chin and moved on. So would you have, would you have stayed with the club, Davy? Yes, I think so. I think so. I think we had a there was a legal. Let's, route. let's let's be honest. Would you have really have just been the manager that had a, a patsy in place? Of course, I would have. Yes, <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But to be fair, it was a legal route that the club were very confident that if we went down, that we would have got past a fit and proper person. Mm. So, I was, I was on our avenues we could have explored, but yeah. I think you've got to take your hat off to the SFA. I think fair play to them, fair right. play to them, because it could have been really easy to knock me back. It could have right. been, but when you look at some of the folk that have been involved in Scottish football over the years, fucking for, see for, if that knock you back. back, man. For oh, exactly, exactly. I think, I think the public opinion was a lot of positivity in social media with the public, and I think that really helped. To be honest. I think that's like we said earlier on, you have been such a, a breath of fresh air in the game. You know what I mean? You've mm. There's nobody, I don't think there's anybody in Scottish football that thinks you're an arsehole, do you know what I mean? So it's Apart from me and Gredo when you uh, rested nine players against Celtic that night. That's what made me think you were a great guy. Is there ever any, like, I don't know, David, like, obviously you're doing really well at Livingston, right? And, you see, like, the Aberdeen job is open now. Has there been any approach for anybody to your services? Aye, right. well, the Celtic jobs, you do have Govan, come on. Right. To be fair, I've been offered different positions over the years before I became the manager, or I've been asked, do you want to apply for this, do you want to apply for that? But to be fair, like, I owe Livingston a lot more than what Livingston owes me, if that makes sense. And see, Aye, totally. Uh, listen, do I want to progress in my career? Of course I do. Of course I do. But am I any quick hurry to go to Livingston? No, mm. really. No, really. Until the chairman and the chief executive come down and say to me, look, David, there's a club came in for you. We want you to move on. Or look, David, you're hopeless. Away you go, son. Whatever it is, I'm here until the club don't want me here. Mm-hmm. Aye. That's, that's what I say about River City every year, man. My contract's up, mate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's what I say about football daft. <laughs> <Don't go on. laughs> What is that, mate? Never said he's still going. Mate, still going, mate. Still going. I've not been for it yet. Still going, mate. Still he's going. a Doc Cotton. He's a the Ken Barlow at that show, mate. He'll never, he'll I be there to the back. Like the channel, no seen it for 30 years and everybody's still the same. Aye. <laughs> no, no seen it since 30 years and I've been there here now and what I did have then, mate. 
That's what I was going to say. I knew, I knew you were going to get in there. <laughs> just running about with a face mask now. <laughs> Aye, mate. Two metres, mate. Two metres shouting each other across the streets and all that, not me. Is that a, like, a shell suit face mask? <laughs> a Kappa <a> face mask. <laughs> yeah, David, I heard you talking once in an interview about the old... Was it, where is it you done your coaching badges? You went to Ireland today, didn't you? I hugged to the SFA when you take me. Right. Is that, is that the crack with that? Right. I but I, th- I thought that you had maybe personally picked that because I, is that not the place to be nowadays? Has gone through that? Is it quicker or something? It's a, you can, so you can get put, you, you've got to do a lot of work away from the Irish FA, but you can go on a two-week intensive and you'll do 90% of your B licence and probably 50% of your A licence one year. You'll come away from the club and then you'll do all your coaching at the club, send in your videos and stuff. So I think it's a quicker process, but on my court, I found the Irish FA absolutely brilliant. Mm. I felt, do you know, they were just like us. Like, they were all, it was really, you were really comfortable with them. Jim Majolton, Nigel Best, Tommy Johnson, there was a Alan Walker, there was a good few, and they were just really, really good lads. Really, really good lads that were there to help me, and I found it brilliant. I was quite fortunate with the, the course that I landed on. I never had a clue who anybody was in that course. Never had a clue. I'm shouting at folk, I'm like, get that done, you do this, we know doing that for. And then it wasn't about four or five days into the course. I got taught, well, I was sitting there, Craig Gardner, Craig had played with Birmingham. He's yep. in the relief mm-hmm. lawyer now, but Craig's been in there a few years. <clears throat> Craig's like, you know who that is, don't you? So I've got a clue. It was Luis, Luis Garcia that played with Liverpool and Barcelona. Really? Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm shouting, I'm trying to tell him how to like, make striker runs. Guy was probably one of the best strikers, strikers in Europe, and I'm trying to tell him what to do. <laughs> do you know when the European Cup with Liverpool? Aye. 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 With him, and, him and Messi go to training. But, <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> Um, I oh, oh Bruno, fucking move! Bruno, Bruno Salts that played with Brighton that year in the Premier League. Aye. Aye. So Bruno was on the course. Craig Gardner, Chris Samba, and I had the Sporting Lisbon manager, Ruben, Ruben Amor. Ruben was at Braga at the time, but he's now the Sporting Lisbon manager. So Gabby Agbonlaho. Like, the players, I, I never had a clue who anybody was. I'm trying to tell them what to do. Some, some wee Scottish guy like shouting, shouting abuse at them. That's that is class, man. That is, but Lewis Garcia just tell him how to do forward runs and all that. Oh, that is that. Touch, your touch needs to be better, big man. <laughs> See him looking at me going, who the fuck's this? <laughs> Like Chris Samba, he must be six foot six, and I'm trying to tell him how he did a ball. <laughs> Honestly, cool. I genuinely, genuinely didn't know who anybody was. Genuinely didn't know anybody. I came into that professional is. football and I've not been outside of Livingston. That is class, man. <laughs> that, did I talk about, did we talk about that? Thing did I mention that at the front about the when you go was it manager of the month and you were met a day forties for the press 
and you were just like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an, I'm not an NSK and, and did you know donate your trophy for it or something? Uh, like? so, you know, raffle it off or something? It's the way to go. Like even the cup final medal, this seems really probably arrogant, but it's no. You got beaten the cup final. What am I like to sit and look at a loser's medal for? Uh, like, aye, so aye. we, I got the manager in one. I got my my daughter Georgia. Georgia's eight. My my missus Martha through, and I got the club to take a picture. Where am I going to be with a trophy sitting about my house? Aye. I said, mm-hmm. look, I've got a picture. It means a lot to me, but I've got a picture with my wife and my wee one. I said, so go and auction it off. And the boys auctioned it off and they raised three and a half thousand pounds for charity. Yeah, oh, I mean, wow, man. See, that's, that's, that's tremendous. The boy, the boy that won it, you know, big John Guffrey, my centre half? Mm-hmm. Yes. Big Guffrey, it was his dad. He's obviously stays in England. His dad won the raffle. And he emailed the club back and goes, look, I really, really want David to keep the trophy. Can you ask him, can you please keep the trophy? So I ended up keeping the trophy, but we raised three and a half thousand pounds for me in the Wales. Raffle it again. <laughs> can you use this one for a holiday? <laughs> see, but as well, see what this, obviously, you've been on ITN news and stuff comes up in the paper and all that. Is it, has it been hard for your family? Because this has just kind of come out, out of the blue in the last six months, really, isn't it? I find that previously, I agree, though, that my missus, it was probably negative stuff she was reading for the last five, Aye. six years. Now, I don't know about yourself, but I don't really buy newspapers anymore. You read everything online. Aye, so totally. It's quite easy not to read about yourself if you don't want to. Just stay away from football sites and all that kind of thing. So I think it was she's seen it as a massive positive when I was doing the media, and it was generally it's been very positive. So I think it was it was a breathy fresh air for Martha to actually be reading about in a positive way, opposed to the let's be honest, opposed to being on the front pages, you're on the back pages. So Aye. I think she found that as a really positive experience. Obviously, it's well documented that you spent time in prison and stuff. But are you ever at that point, if you go back, if you go back to them, do you ever can you envisage? It's went full circle that you're now the manager of Livingston, top six finish, going for it in the league and all that. I think I think now I can until I was fit and proper, like you passed mm. that, I probably couldn't let yourself think about that in case it never happened. But I'm looking at it now, but I don't know. I don't really I don't really get too high and I don't really get too low and I don't really like oh my god, sixteen years ago you were in prison. I don't really feel like I just Come into my work every day, work as hard as I can, do the best as I can, and I'll see where it takes me. I don't really look back in the past, if I'm honest. I'm never going to forget my past. I don't want to forget my past. I don't want to forget what happened to me, what I've done to people, but it also brings a certain amount of humbleness to you. Like, see, before I went to prison, I was probably one of the most materialistic people you could ever meet. They want to go mm-hmm. buy their money jeans, your... G-star and all that. You were only kicking about with one black trainer and one blue trainer, weren't you? Both hands. Both hands had a pair of paradas. Do you know what I mean? But I think... Now you're running about in goals. I know I've got umbros. That's no disrespect to any of the fans, by the way. <laughs> In case you want to sponsor you. Aye. Uh, Goa, I grew up with Goa. But oh. you, you, I think you become a wee bit vain. You become a wee bit materialistic. When you go into prison, everybody's in the same T-shirt. Everybody's Aye. in the same jeans. You're wearing somebody else's underpants for the day before. 
Like, aye, aye, you become, aye. I think it resets you as a person. And you come aye. out and you've got different values. Family, I realised how important family was. No going out every weekend with my pals, like acting the lad, if, for want of a better word. You're fine. It, it does reset you as a person and it, you reevaluate what's important in life and what's not important. Because I think it's very easy in life to get carried away. I of course, mate. Aye, it is, man. Aye. You end up somewhere you don't want to be. It's a character building experience if you can use it for that. Yeah. You know I mean, a lot of people don't, but obviously, clearly you have. And, you know, more, more power to you, mate, because yeah. not everybody would, would have uh, travelled the same road that you did afterwards. No, 100%. But I do. There's a vicious circle that people are stuck in as. Like, before, like, I never used to think, oh, like, I'll try and... You're, concerning the supply of drugs... Everybody takes cocaine. That's how I seen it. Everybody mm. takes it. They're on the telly. Every night I was on, everybody I knew in the pub, club, disco was taking it. So mm-hmm. you sugarcoat it. You sugarcoat it and go, okay, it's all right. Everybody does it. Aye. Aye. On the telly. It's all right. Like you, you go on the telly and it's all superstars doing these things. Mm-hmm. And then, but it's not until you go to prison and you go, God, see, you actually see the impact it's had in people's lives. Mm-hmm. You've got drug addicts in there, then you look at, People that are in jail through drug addiction and what it's done to their families and what it's done to their victims. And you can actually properly look at it and go, what did, what did I do? What was I doing? What was no. I thinking? But on the outside, you don't think like that. You sugarcoat it and you're like, it's all right. It'll never happen to me, that kind of... And one of the ones, but it's not until you go in and see the impact drugs has in society that you, you properly think about it. Aye, but yeah, as I always say it's more common than going for a pint now. It is, it is. I had oh, bath once. That's all you found in the Saturday morning and the Sunday morning, Friday morning, was stuff lying over your toilets, paraphernalia for people taking drugs. Mm-hmm. Aye, right. it's, definitely it's, mental, eh? it's mental, it's modern day society. Aye. Aye. Well, what, David, on a totally separate note, how did beating no get that penalty last week? He's got a Celtic tattoo, isn't he? Boy, <laughs> <laughs> oh, To be fair, that was a stonewall penalty in real yeah. time. And I think it's quite easy in real time to make the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. So nah, even when John's no gave a penalty, I'm thinking to myself, that wasn't a penally. I mean, that wasn't a penalty. You start saying yes in yourself. I would mm-hmm. absolutely hate to be a referee. I would hate <laughs> to be a referee. It looks they have got a tough, tough oh, job, but would you? But 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 see the likes of because as a punter you're sitting there watching it and you see me see managers going to approach a referee and they're getting it oh, away from me. Off you go, on you go, Aye. cannot. And then you hear managers talking about it. Sometimes the referees are speaking to them like shite. Is there something that can be? Do you think as a does that happen? As a should there be something sorted that these can have a see decent me, conversation or? See for me, Grady, all right. I I truly believe that there's no referee in the Scottish Premier League that goes out there to make bad decisions. I don't Aye. think there's a vendetta against teams or you're a no. Catholic, you're a Protestant, he likes Livingston, he hates Motherwell, he loves Motherwell, he hates Livingston. I don't think any official goes out to make a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Let's say the shoe was on the other foot and it was John Beaton, he's no gave Livingston a penalty. I don't think I'd ever approached him because he's no meant it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I, I totally mean I know what you're saying. I tend to just stay away. I slaughter the linesmen and I slaughter the fourth officials. <laughs> I, I tend to stay away from the referee because 
He's not going to change his decision. No, I, that's certain. I genuinely believe he's he's not done it in purpose. He's made a mistake. Mm. By the way, I'm the last one that can slaughter anybody for making mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aye, that's right, you paid Big Marvin on the left. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I want that edit you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, David, it's been great, man. I don't like to take up any more of your time. Apart from there is the 90-second football daft quiz. You up for that? Um, horrendous at quizzes, but go for it. Brilliant. Right, mate. So every week on Football Daft, we put our guests, Scottish football knowledge to the test for our 90-second quiz. Oh. Top of the leaderboard is John Sutton and Chick Young with 15. And we've got like Mark... To help me here. <laughs> if you want, mate. Mark Wilson and Keith Lazar tucked in behind with 14. Well, the good doctor, Kenny Juker, Peter Grant, Kevin Harper are just behind in third place with 13. We've I'm also got Murdo McLeod. <laughs> Murdo McLeod on 10. <laughs> you won't, mate. Well, I'll say at the bottom, right at the bottom, it's a tie between Peter Lovinkrans, Derek Johnson, Craig Levine, and Mick Supatline, and they're all on three. What, what about Barry Feastenders? What's he on four? Barry Feastenders is... Four. He's been, he's been sensationally axed for the list this week. He's not on, 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 on four. I thought Barry, Barry Feastenders was on that Zoom call with that heart with an A on it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that no Barry Feastenders? Hey, Sally! That's fucking Phil Mitchell sitting across from me. <laughs> right, so, Barry, do you want to answer, ask your questions? Barry, right, okay, right. We'll do it. <laughs> no, no, you can't pass, right? You can't pass, so... That's what I shout to Big Marvin every day. You can get any answer you want. Right. right, any answer you want to be kind of pass, right? Are we ready, John? Which SPFL team are known as the Loons? Popper. Name one of the former Scottish Premiership managers currently managing an English Premiership. Ooh, David Moyes. No, it's wrong. Who did St Johnson resign Stevie May from? Resign. Aberdeen. <laughs> when were Livy formed? 1995. Name Carrie Caldwell's footballing brother. Steven. What Southampton striker has just been called into the Scotland squad? Jay Adams. Who did Lyndon Dink sign for from Livy? What club does Brian Rice currently manage? Hamilton. Name any Scottish team with City in their name. Lincoln. Which SPFL club stadium is the furthest south in Scotland? Cooney South. No, a What club does Scotland goalkeeper David Marshall play for? No, I'm... Which side did George and Jones sign on loan for? Sunderland. Which former Celtic striker took over at Livingston after John McGlynn? Art Botchel. Which Scotland international is currently playing with Sporting Kansas City? Johnny Russell. Dave Cormack is the chairman of which Scottish Premier team? Aberdeen. Which team, which team are nicknamed the Suns? Who has been just appointed as Morton manager? Uh, Gus McPherson. What is the capacity of Almondvale to the nearest one thousand? Time. Oh. Got that last one in. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. No, we need to ask it. There's one more question. Right. Hold on. We'll let you finish. We'll, I'll just repeat that question. Right. Um, how many grams are in an ounce? Twenty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> can, I get a, can that be a bonus point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think you're going to be close to the top of the leaderboard. Well, 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 well. That was shit hot, by the way. Let's go through your wrong answers, David. Um, former Scottish Premiership managers, currently managing English Premiership. Currently, you could add two because Brendan Rodgers has won. Paul Heckenbottom's the other because he's in temporary charge of Sheffield. Do you know where I was going at? He's thinking Scottish. Yeah, straight to you. Um, Strenrar is the furthest south, yeah. not Annan. Uh, you know what? I should know that. You're Just, delegated you should. Yeah. Um, David Marshall currently playing with Derby. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Do you and, know it? Do you know it? I know it, Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> apart, but apart from that, David, you've got every single question right, which means you're joint top of the leaderboard. Oh, with Guys, wait a minute. What about the question Grado gave me? That's a bonus point. I want to be the top. Are we taking that as a bonus? That's a bonus. That's true. Yeah. He's got to go in 16 then. He's got to go 16 points then. Even Martindale. Top, top, top of the leaderboard. Top of the leaderboard. Top of the leaderboard. David, honestly, mate, thanks for keeping up your time. You've been one of the best guests for have mate. Yeah, we appreciate guys. it. Much. Good luck, by the way. Good luck. Thanks very Good much. Good luck for the rest of the season and next All season, best. mate. All the best. Yeah. All the best, David. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. Guys, how good was he? Oh, he was he great, wasn't he? Gave us a wee yeah. maths lesson and all, didn't he? Okay. Some yeah, man, some man. Was, I enjoyed it. It was, it was again. I feel what I'm saying it a lot, but he was one of the best as well, wasn't he? It was good. It was a good chance. We've, we've had a good run, and if you listen to this podcast, tell your friends. Yeah, tell me, give it a bash. As I say, tell, well, them, tell them to sign up to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Martin Dale was he was superb, and I know we keep saying he's a breath of fresh air, but he honestly is. What do you see? The best thing, these guys see their honesty, man. Honesty goes a long, long way, doesn't it? It's a great story, man. It's like it's it's no powder puff. Do you know what I mean? No, he's he's real. He's real. Could make a movie about him. Definitely. See if they they had have won that cup, they could genuinely make a movie about that guy. Aye, definitely. definitely. Well, there's still time yet. Still time. I'll shave my head, man. I'll play Martindale. (laughs) (laughs) I'll play. Jan- I'll go Aye. Andy Stokes coming in 15 stone out of weight. I've been there, done that. But it's t-shirt. Who are you playing to? That, that guy that he was talking about that was a height of nonsense <laughs> on, the, on the left-hand side of the park, remember, when Big Marvin got brought in? Instead? Uh, Rooney? Uh, no, 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 no. Rooney played no. for St. Rooney played for St. Johnson. All right. <laughs> John, who would you anyway, be? You, you uh, could be John Beaton, eh? <laughs> I'll, I'll be John Beaton, I, I'll do that. <laughs> No, honestly, I love it, guys, and I'm going to have to dash now, okay? Uh, it's been good seeing you. Aye, anyway, good big, luck. Big, big week. We've got a massive game on Thursday, and we're playing on Sunday and all. And I, and I think we should... You played your hand too early, Stevie. <laughs> you played your I, hand too early, so... Should we... I think... I think... Bob, I'm thinking, I'm thinking we should maybe take a leaf at what both team captains book this weekend and tell the fans... Stay up, stay back. Stay I, I, I'm going to say it. Stay alive. Stay at home. Save, save lives. To the, Rangers, to, the, to the Rangers fans, stay the fuck away from your stadium. All right? <laughs> stay in the house, <laughs> you, a bunch, you a bunch of pricks. All right, love yous. Well, I, well, 
funny enough, this game on Sunday, me and Bob and we done Rangers staffed. What did we say? We said three one Rangers. Rangers right at the same time. So I don't know if I'm 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 putting on Morelos hat trick. I mean I know it's it's reaching for the stars, but you know, it's it's going to come sometime with Morelos. I'm sticking to my guns. I genuinely think what you said, right? Can I think it could be quite tight? Maybe one at half time a draw, and then draw. the other game goes on. I think we'll just take control. Mm-hmm. Well, do you mm-hmm. know what? Celtic have not performed in the second half in many games this season. So you're you're right in what you're saying. But see if they're not up for this game, I don't want any of the concern next season. So I think Celtic <laughs> are going to win. I think it'll be two one. Right. <laughs> Hold on, right. So if they're up for this game, once the league's gone and they perform, you still want to keep off for that mob for next season. No, I know, really. 